Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness, our collective consciousness, and individual consciousness. And today, we are, tonight, we are going to talk about jealousy and envy. I'm jealous about that. No, wait. Well, I'm envious that you're jealous. There we go. So, well, well, jealousy and envy are kind of the same thing. They're forms of slavery. It's that simple. You are enslaved to uh, some ego premise that um, keeps you from recognizing any, any kind of self-worth. You cannot have a true self-worth and be jealous of anyone. And there's, there are places in our universe where everybody loves everybody, and jealousy is not a known concept. This is not one of them. <clears throat> well, let's, let's break those down into two individual things. Mm -hmm. Perhaps we could start with envy, because envy is ugly, number one. Mm -hmm. Envy really is where fear engages the ego to prevent a loss of some sort. So we get envious of something because we are afraid of a loss. We're afraid of, in the, in the comparative, that we're going to end up on the bottom of it rather than equal or above. And I've mentioned the squirrels uh, with the squirrel information last time about how the squirrels got angry that we didn't put the food out and they chewed off all their tomato plants at the base and killed them without eating them. I mean, they just did that because they were angry. They get very aggressive. But I noticed that just watching the squirrels, because anybody out there that has attempted to feed the birds, you know that eventually the squirrels catch on and then it becomes a vacuum cleaner squirrel uh, getting all the food. And I noticed that what we do by our nature as humans is that if somebody else has something, it's not, I mean, we think that it's that they don't want that other person to have it. But what it does is it changes the gap between you and the other person. So you feel like that person having it is actually pushing you down. And it's much like the fever. I feel that um, we get chills when we have a fever, not so much because it's you know hot and cold, but we have a certain range between our skin temperature and the room. And if it, if it reaches a certain gap, we shiver because we're cold. Well, when we have a fever, we're hotter, so the room then gets colder. So everything in life is a comparative. So if someone has more, that means you're a failure and you therefore have less. That is just craziness. I mean, that's something that we can fix. I mean, we can do something about. Oh, absolutely. Uh, another thing, uh, I just, because uh, they're together in my mind and seem to like each other, jealousy and envy, uh, what either one of them does perfectly is lower your IQ. They absolutely make you insane, nuts, irrational. Um, well, you're you, certainly not behind your own eyes. Yeah, you're not. And um, this uh, whole concept, uh, in general, things in our world that keep us from being smart are feared out where guilt, um, envy, jealousy, Regret. greed. Yeah, there's an uh, amazing list of things that uh, totally short circuit your ability to be in the now your ability to be conscious, your ability to make rational decisions. 
uh, the whole entire and major trick of it all is to recognize when your IQ drops, and, and as the IQ drops, a flag could go off uh, quizzing you as to what, and this is the whole principle of the language codes, uh, if something starts to lower your consciousness, then you want to find out what that is because you're, not, you're no longer capable of, um, you know, uh, of making rational decisions. They say uh, talking on a uh, cell phone while you're driving uh, is equivalent to a couple of shots of liquor. And if you're texting and driving, that's equivalent to well over 0.9 or however that measure how drunk you are. You are not competent to be driving if you are texting and driving. And if you're texting and driving at a high speed, I'm not coming to your funeral. It is that simple. But the idea of uh, recognizing the drop-off in consciousness, your ability to shift consciousness is diminished by and so I have this long list of things I meditate on, some of which now includes jealousy and envy. And uh, so uh, jealousy is, pardon the I, and that I is ego. A very important thing to recognize is um, uh, the idea of the ego playing in all of this. Uh, envy and jealousy both have to run through the ego. Now, the day upon which you recognize that there is a higher ego, and a lower ego, will be the birth of emotional maturity in you. Prior to recognizing that, not so much. So the higher ego is an essential part of free will. How does that work? Okay, uh, of the uh, uncountable number of choices you have in any given moment as to what you're going to do next, you have to choose one. That's what the higher ego does. You choose one. If it's the lower ego, you choose the one that doesn't do you any good. Have we seen this? Okay. So the higher ego is necessary for free will to function. Without it, we're pretty much dumped. Okay. Now, um, okay, okay, so once you can begin to get a hold of what part of your ego is engineering what's going on in your life, so the lower uh, ego will engineer any form of jealousy there is. I'm being left out. Uh, I, that person is uh, <coughs> possessing another person who I and I thought I was possessing them. <laughs> How dare that happen? Who do you think you are possessing someone I think I'm possessing? Yes, you're so bright. Thank you. Yes, I am a star, as it were. Okay, and uh, so then um, Envy is, oh, that guy's got a Ferrari. I have to have a, what's bigger than a Ferrari? I want a Silver Ghost Rolls Royce, state-of-the-art, 1929. Now make it 27, that's before the crash. There was a more optimistic building of the car. And I'll see your Ferrari. Okay. Ferrari Raise you one. Dust the, Ferrari dust the rolls, just like, <laughs> what Ferrari? But you're really elegant. Okay. Yeah, no, all that's in well, you know, working insanity. If we think of our point of perspective and our point uh, of power as being in the now and looking out of our own eyes, so to speak, um, yeah. you know, uh, when we are jealous, we're somewhere else because jealousy is, is basically fear, feeling mm -hmm. like we have to protect something. So like I was saying earlier, the, the disparity if someone's doing better than you 
and if, some, if you're doing better than someone else, and there's all this comparison, and really this reality is based on comparison, but the only flaw in that brilliant scheme is that somebody has always gotta be losing and somebody's gotta be winning. And what that does is it triggers fear, as every bit as much as a buffet does. Have you ever been in a buffet restaurant where everybody then gets very fearful and they eat three times what they would normally eat because they're afraid of not getting their fill? This is something that happens to us that biologically we've evolved with this and that's how the strongest survive is if there is something you have to fight and struggle to get it. Well, we don't have to do that. We are conscious spiritual beings now and we don't have to get into that more primal stuff. I mean, we don't live in that environment at the present time. So it's good to become conscious and get out of the comparison game. It really doesn't, it doesn't serve anyone, it just causes misery. So if we look at jealousy, and let's maybe bring it into the context of relationships. And fear, jealousy, as we've said on the show many times, is fear of being replaced. We're afraid somebody's gonna come replace us, which means knocks us down. So we've got this winning and losing thing going on all the time. What? what? Oh, no. Go ahead and finish. I was just... Okay. Uh, uh, I built a transmogificator, which is a real word, and you can look it up in the dictionary, and thank you, whoever wrote Hel uh, Calvin and Hobbes. But, um, and I just re-upped it to a, a, a solar-powered transmogificator. Okay. And I've been running words through it for a long time now, actually. And so the transmogification of uh, jealousy... Uh, becomes gratitude, according to the new solar power device. In other words, rather than being jealous of this possession you're looking when you thought it was yours, you can uh, experience gratitude that you don't have to be, um, for, or for no other reason, you don't have to be upset. You know, it's, uh, everybody loves everybody, so that's the way that is. That's one that's going to take a few hundred years to catch on this planet. Everybody loves everybody. Have to, do, could somebody call in and give us odds on that occurring in the next week or so, where we get, uh, you know, seriously, call in, give us some odds. Nine on trillion that. to one. There yeah, really. Odds. And uh, so when we run Indy through the new solar-powered transmogificator, uh, it turns into admiration rather than envy. Why, that's a lovely silver ghost Rolls-Royce Ferrari you have there. How fast were the two machines going when they collided? <laughs> But at any rate. Well, I, I think that's important, yeah. you know, maybe um, say that again, because envy Without really is ad admiration. So yes. if we take basically fear out of any equation, yes. we have love, okay? Oh, yeah, so yeah. if we take the fear out, I, I, I can, I don't know, I, I feel that envy has gotten way run amok. And the more oh, people God. have, the more envious they become. Yeah. And I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. And our dear friend Debbie in West Virginia uh, will know who I'm talking about. Uh, but when we go to Ohio and some parts of West Virginia, 
people are very poor. I mean, it's just the, the area, economic area. Poor as far as money goes. But you go there and everybody shares whatever they have. If it's a half a jar of peanut butter, they bring it and everybody just shares their food. And if someone doesn't have any, there's, there's something there for everyone. And I asked her about that because I noticed that being in a more abundant area, people are far less generous I mean, I know you can only be as generous as you have. I don't, I don't mean to overextend yourself. And she said, that's because it's about people here, because it's not about money, it's not about competing. And so the squirrels, the more food they got, the more greedy they became. So having makes you more greedy. So if you're envious, maybe that is a time to look into your own life and get back in touch with gratitude over what you have. Because once you have gratitude for what you have, envy goes away. They can't live there at the same time. Mm -hmm. And looking at what other people have also may mean that you're having too much for you to appreciate. Either expand your appreciation muscle or, or review your life because greed and envy are always when you're not appreciating something in your life. Oh, absolutely. And it's okay to be happy for people when they succeed. I, I'm just astounded at how much envy there is in the world. Well, there's a, it's a very well put, there's a um, principle with the squirrels that uh, applies to we humans. And um, this is quite a loud mirror once you hear it and see it, not that I do it consistently, but I'm working on doing it more consistently. Uh, whatever it is you don't like about someone else, or let's use squirrels because it'll keep someone else out of it. What we don't like about the squirrels is what we don't like about ourselves. Okay, And uh, what you don't like about any other person that you see is what you don't like about you. It's an exact, precise, um, direct mirror into your own behaviorism. So, uh, you know, people that call in that are let me find a different place. It's less emotionally charged. Uh, whatever it is, we don't uh, you don't like the person who's homeless, okay, because they've somehow steered their life into a train wreck. Fine. That means that what you don't like about you is that you could steer your life in such a way that you end up homeless. Okay. Okay. Well, no, whatever it is you don't like about someone else. Right, what and you what you love like in about, yourself, you'll love yes, in others. Yes, exactly the same thing. So then it gets, the, so then you can see how that, unguided uh, mirror, that unguided possibility of us, uh, very easily turns into a Hollywood situation where it's who's looking the, whatever the attractive, the uh, yeah, well, that's a that's a very good point. Look, and the you know whatever that might be. Well, that's a good point, um, and and I also feel that envy begets envy, and I think that people don't like envy a lot of times because of that, because you're forced then to be in a position where if envy meets you in the face, you've got to do something. And so jealousy over what someone has. Now, if you've grown up in a family where you were the youngest or something like that, and all siblings are going to have some jealousy over each other for something, I have found that the harmony in envy and jealousy that bothers me you know, the kind like, oh, I'm envious of you because you do this or you have that, is it always means that in order to find not being attacked or, or not being infringed upon with that other person's uh, feeling of failure that they have within themselves, 
is, is to combat it with something. It's always a call to some kind of an action, you know? And I've seen and worked with so many people over the years that really don't live up to their potential. And why? Because basically they are afraid someone will be envious of them. And so they throw things away rather than face envy from a person. Now think of a time in your life where someone was jealous of you or envious of you. It bothers people. What, regardless, it really bothers people. Oh, absolutely. And often they don't excel because they're afraid of other people's jealousy. It's remarkable the, the particular way in which we have missteer our free will. You know, it, it would be the um, life could only be the, the grasping of a bold concept and creating it. But no, someone might disapprove or, you know, all of it, just as you were saying. Well, disapproval yeah. is a whole other ball game. Envy can be quite amazing because it's, it's usually an externalized call to action of some sort. Like if you're in an office and you're doing well, you're doing your job well and you get employee of the month, well then everybody in the office that's envious of you can team up and really do everything in their power to make your life miserable. and. You know, yeah, was, is it ideal for us to all be ascended beings up there where those things don't bother us? Yes, and I think we're all working toward that, but the vast majority of people are going to be affected by that. The people that treat you poorly because you're doing well. It, it's, yeah. I've heard of it, thousands and thousands of cases of that where it's really bothering people. And so envy is something good to look at and put into something that you can hold in your hand and become bigger than so that you don't let it hold you back. And once it doesn't bother you anymore, if everybody attacks you or whatever, once <laughs> you're really not afraid of envy anymore, where you look envy right in the face and say, you have no power over me, like in never-ending story, where you have no power over me, that's when you're liberated and you can be all you can be. But I don't care how many affirmations or how many vision boards you have, if you are afraid of being successful because you are afraid of other people's jealousy, that's going to hold you back. So it's a really good idea to look at that before you go. So, yes, living liberated, that would be directly owning who you are, which you're, by the way, not allowed to do. There are laws against that sort of thing. Really, seriously, there are. Well, or we would all just be free. <laughs> yeah. uh, we would all be free if you just directly seize it and take it. You know, the, the Pleiadian expression, uh, <coughs> fortune favors the bold because Tao creates chaos, is the clearest I've ever. That's been repeated by mankind over the eons. It's always changed. But uh, this is the latest I've heard of it. Fortune favors the bold because doubt creates chaos. I, I really and like the way you used to put it that um, th those who change lead those who do, do not, not change. change. You know, yeah, the bold. No, that's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been you know, evolving throughout time. Uh, but if we all just did that, then there would be no uh, betas whatsoever. Everybody would be an alpha, which according to Aldous Huxley did not work very well. Well, that's part of the problem. That's what this yes. envy is. So, Everybody has to be alpha. But if you own that you're a beta, if you own that it's okay, if, if you're saying, oh, this is a, I'm, I'm really good at management of people's attention, but that's who I am, so I will manage people's attention towards telepathic TV because it's a great thing. 
you know, then that's, yeah. But own who it is you are. First you have to figure out who it is you are, <laughs> which is easy to do. You're nothing that you're not. Uh, oh, by the way, yes, please do call in if you have questions or answers or anything that you would like to talk about, we if would like to hear. If listening on audio and can't see the lower thirds, it's 571-749-1166. Nice pentameter on that phone number. Mm -hmm. That'll help you to remember it. Yeah, it does. 571-749-1166. Yeah, so uh, call in, let us know what's going on with you because the whole point of our program is to elevate consciousness and we'd like to know what that looks like to you as an individual. Well, I think once we start recognizing that things can be lost and things happen in our life, we have traumas, we have losses, and so it puts in our mind that we can lose something. And so I think jealousy, like in the form of jealous over a friend going out with another friend or uh, a boyfriend liking another girl that's there, that kind of jealousy, that is a prison and it is excessively yeah. painful. Exactly. And it's not about bashing someone who's envy and it's envious or jealous and it's not about uh, anything like that because I don't know any human being that hasn't felt those feelings. I mean, people can say that they haven't, but I, I probably don't believe it. Maybe they believe they haven't, but everybody gets those feelings. And, and part of it is because we know we are connected. We know we are one thing. And so when we feel that stretching, we feel a feeling of that so that we can salvage that. And for many, many thousands of years, we had to rely on each other in order to survive. So we developed emotional things, emotional flags that said, hey, that person is drifting away. But now we're not as much in that same category. So, yeah. uh, you know, that same uh, time frame or, or, or um, situation Mindset. is yeah. probably a better, mm -hmm. better word. So we're not in that situation anymore. So what does that, what is the new thing? What does the new relationship to other people look like? Uh, I, I hear that it's, you know, free love on one end and monogamy over here. Well, what's the place where everybody feels comfortable? Well, and we have our phone call. And I'm glad I'm so exciting. Okay, so we got a call? Yes, hi caller, what's your name please? Hi Pat, it's Bob. Oh, wow, hey. we played dice, remember? We yeah, played yeah. a little dice game. Pat? It was so much fun. I want to thank you for that. Oh, anytime. So, oh, it was great fun. Yeah, what can we do for you, Bob? Well, I want to thank you for a great time, as always. Thank and, you. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to comment on the squirrels. You know, my mom feeds the squirrels and the birds. And the squirrels were coming down, and the little squirrel would hang up, and he would stuff his cheeks just full. He would keep stuffing his cheeks so full. And it's like, that's what you do when you're envious. You stuff your cheeks so full of everything you possibly can until your cheeks are about to explode. <laughs> because you don't want anyone else to get anything. Mm -hmm. That also describes greed, yeah. Yeah, that inspired yeah. a lot of things. But um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh, you know, so much of what you guys say is so great. Mm -hmm. I really well, Thanks, Bob. It. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, it's are great you coming to, to the restaurant from. tonight? Say what? You coming um, to Ruby Tuesdays? Oh, uh, not tonight. I have to have an early day. Uh, I gotta work. Uh, that's yeah. okay. Don't worry. Okay, it's all good. But well, no, it's nice to hear from you. Yeah, and so much of what you say, it's, 
Yeah. So much of what you say really, really helps me. And uh, oh, thanks for saying so. Lovely. Thank you. Really yeah. Well, okay. thank you. Okay. All right. See thanks. you next time. Okay. okay. Talk to you later. Yes. Thanks a lot. Nice to hear from you. Yep. Thanks for calling. So. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to. Pick up the phone and call in. Yeah. Uh, but Very don't brave be afraid. Thing to do. Don't be afraid. <laughs> call in. Yeah. No, we would love to hear from you. So what we can do is land higher pi paradigm. None of us will be functioning completely 100% in the higher paradigms, but at least we can um, begin the process. Like everyone loves everyone. So and it's so easy us, for us to forget that we love those. Um, um, people whose parents weren't married. I'll wait for the laugh. Fine. Okay. Uh, well, like I was asking you earlier, because I'd really like to, to maybe start that dialogue, what, what does the new ascended relationships look like that are not held together with jealousy? Uh, then both people are free to be themselves. Well, yes, but... Okay, um, many years ago I taught this, so, and it just chirped back in my mind. I haven't thought of it in 10 years, maybe. I don't know how long. The fourth dimensional relationship? Um, a way to describe it in other dimensions on up, but yes, where the two people are um, uh, together as a couple, and one day one or the other says, you know, I've decided I'm going to take an advanced degree in such and such. And the other one says, oh, well, I was thinking of signing on for a seven-year deep space exploration. Oh, great. Um, we'll keep in touch. And um, when I get back, if we're, we're still like that, uh, we will just resume. And so then they both go and explore whatever it is that they wish to explore. Mm -hmm. And then they get back, and there it is still there. And so... Uh, and they might have brought another couple between the two of them with, and maybe then the four of them. Because I have read descriptions like this of other planets, where there's two couples get married, two separate couples, and then two more couples join, and it just becomes one gigantic thing. Well, now we're really confusing the issue. <laughs> no, that's easy to understand, at least from over here. Bob Carroll, Ted, and Alice. Now, yeah, how do you go. keep your marriage together? <laughs> We have a lot of support groups that come over. Well, I believe we have a call. Shall I we know. take that? Yes. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hey, my name is Victor. Merry Christmas. Hey, hey you Victor. too, Victor. Yeah. Hey, uh, my birthday is January 26th, and I've been learning about the Garnet Gemstone. Is there any type of uh, magical information you can share with me about that? What kind of gemstone? Garnet. Garnet. Uh, oh, garnet, garnet is amazing. Uh, I found a... Um, you bought, or we found a garnet uh, sphere. It's about yo big, and I made it into a waveform. And it is simply magic itself. Um, what is garnet as a tradition? Well, it, it is a very base, base chakra type of Would thing. Have to be, and yeah. a lot of people connect it to love and bringing, bringing that kind of thing in. But it really has a lot of life force to garnets. They, they really do. So it's. If we look at doing spiritual work or just surviving in the world, that this is like the thing that that can really channel your life force and help you keep grounded too. They feel so nice too. They do. They carry with them an amazing existence. Um, uh, it, this it remains a very favorite waveform, and I will hold the ball from the waveform in my hand if there's something I'm attempting to decide. 
and the running over the chakras in the palm will amplify the connection I have to things. Quartz well, will really work well too. Yeah, and garnet's really good for the blood as well. You know, well, like just uh, getting vitality in your blood and, and all that. And you can get your kundalini to rise with one of those. The garnet. Now, garnets yeah. are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, email me if you'd like and I'll, I'll uh, get my literature that I've written a whole uh, thing of uh, meanings that I've compiled from many sources and I'll mm -hmm. be happy to send it to you if oh, you want to sure. email Thank me. You. And yeah. it's just telepathictv at yahoo.com and you can just remind me of the call and I'll send it to you. Yay, well, well happy almost birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still there? All right, Victor, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. We love your Great call. Great call. Great call. Call back anytime. Mm -hmm. uh, we love to hear from everyone because this gives us the opportunity to more precisely figure out where we, the human race, are and what our next step will be. Great. And hi, caller. What's your name, please? Uh, my name's Linda. Linda. Hey, Neville. Hey, Mary. Happy oh, holidays. Oh, hi, Linda. Yeah. yeah. Happy holidays. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to your topic, and I will confess that... Uh, there are times I f suffer from jealousy. Oh. Well, good uh, for you for saying it. Yeah. Yes. Well, the thing is, there are some wonderful singers at church, and there are times I feel very envious of, the, of their skills. I'd love to be up there singing and such, but I know I don't have the skill. But after, the, after, they, after church, after they finish speaking, I go over and I say, good, you did a good job. Mm -hmm. Great. And very diplomatic. Yeah, I'm telling them the truth. I don't have to tell them how I felt. I said, you did a good job. <laughs> and then I get on my way, and it really helps me sort of squ quash those feelings of, uh, of jealousy. Well, Linda, that's brilliant for a number of reasons. But one is, it's like we were saying earlier, that when you feel envious or jealous, if you replace it with gratitude, everyth everything yes. gets brought back into proportion. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what you did. You say... She sings really well, and you got caught in the comparison that I sing down here, she sings up here. And so you didn't get all caught up in that for a length of time. You just said, I'm not going to compare anymore, and she just sings here. I remember uh, you used to put it as um, if someone compares us to Deepak Chopra, we're going to lose. If it, you know, It's like whoever you're going to compare somebody yeah. to, somebody's going to be a winner and somebody's going to be a loser. And we really collectively would do well not to get into the comparison, but just to enjoy whatever's there. So thank you for that. Uh, that was so welcome. well done. Thank you. Have yeah, it's a great call. Linda, yeah. call in any time. Yeah, great yeah, to hear the, from uh, you. Nobody wins the comparison game is what chirps in my mind. Yeah, I have a, a card in this deck um, comparison. called comparison, mm -hmm. and that's exactly the message of it. Somebody's mm. going to win, somebody's going to lose, and everybody has their own thing. And why are we trying to compare apples to oranges? Another thing I wanted to bring up as far as jealousy and envy, some people are doing everything they can to heal that in their life to avoid it because it doesn't feel good. But then you have some people that try to make people envious and jealous that will overextend. I've met a number of people like this that will buy the fanciest car, that will you know, get the biggest house, and it's way over their means to do. So they, for some reason, love other people's jealousy and envy, and then other they people do not love it. So that's kind of a paradox. Well, yeah, they feed off of, that's the thing, the other person's envy. They, um, 
uh, let's not use the word vampire because it's just too correct. Let's use the word zombie. Let's use the. It doesn't make any difference if you can upset someone. You can feed off of them. It really is a very strange little planet in that way. Mm. So, uh, Linda, by the way, very good job of uh, landing the new, the higher paradigm. You know, not to regard um, what would have been expressed as uh, envy or jealousy. Uh, and transmuting it in the way that you showed. That's exactly what we're talking about. So in the higher paradigm, loss always equals gain. So, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's important that we, um, let's, I'd like to found that land the, par uh, land the higher paradigm now. Maybe I'll put that someplace that'll get more published, but that's a good one. Yeah. Because, uh, we're capable of it now. We weren't a few years ago. Well, and I think uh, I think they're going to be showing your painting pretty yeah. soon. Is that is that what we're doing? Um, also, um, one other thing I'd like to say about Linda is that you don't have to feel what you're feeling. You can make a different decision. Okay. Ah. Now this is Neville's latest painting. Yes, which is called Ocean's Dream. So far, the and I haven't checked the uh, feedback on it has been. Uh, I don't get it. What is that? What does that mean? Um, fine, don't get it. I'm all right with it. The, uh, uh, this is a dream. Can we go that far? And it's the ocean that is dreaming. And it has long been in my awareness, and I believe it is in humanity's awareness, that the ocean itself represents the sum total of humanity. And so when you say you're going home, you're going into the ocean is a very I understand things that way in particular. Uh, this, uh, the upside down sailboats, so uh, typical of dreams, uh, something's turned upside down to keep you from recognizing it. You know, there's that particular technique. If you see an interpretation, please say so. The uh, ear, that's an eerie little cup, isn't it? Okay. And well, uh, if you look at, just real quickly, one of the things about lucid dreaming is that something will appear odd. Like my most recent lucid dream, I was filling a cup with ice, and then I pulled it back and I moved it in front of it again, and it was a different cup. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a dream trigger. So in a way, perhaps the ocean is having a lucid dream. There we go. And the clouds with the wave in it Mm -hmm. and the sailboats upside down were triggering the ocean to become lucid, which is the mass consciousness of humankind. Oh, good one. Uh, and the sands like of time, which is the shore, um, no longer has an effect. And that be, for us to become lucid as souls, we have to walk away from time. Yeah. Okay, just one of the ideas. I, I'm very, as you know, I'm, I've been extremely supportive with your art. I just oh, yeah, absolutely love it. Mm, and yeah. uh, if I had a million walls, I'd hang them all up on the wall. It'd take me but a while, but one, I can do it. That one is beautiful and very thought-provoking and richly colorful. And you know I'm an ocean gal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's very special. Okay, so. So we have our next call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Uh, Evan calling in. Yeah, hi. Hi. Uh, happy holidays, by the way. Oh, oh Evan. Thank you. Evan. Yeah. Hey, hey, good to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. Where you been? Uh, I oh, I've been working. I have quite the opposite of envy. I have disdain because uh, most of the people I work around are lazy. Uh. Uh, Jason, 
uh, case in point, my office parties tonight, and I'm not going. All right. Just because uh, I don't choose to deal with them after hours. So I was wondering, instead of being envious, and I have disdain, how I can uh, alleviate my feelings towards that. So I'll take it off the air, and happy holidays again. Thank you. Okay, thank so. you. Thank you. Well, I, I think that sometimes that can be similar, because envious, well, let's think about that. Envious says, I want that, or I want that person's life. Disdain says, I really want to avoid that person and that person's life. Well, disdain is a, go ahead. Disdain is a form of opposition, okay, and, and resistance, okay, and resistance is always characterized by attachment to outcome and um, therefore manipulation and therefore victim mentality and therefore blame. From, that's a little package of lower frequency stuff. So you could not go to the event, not out of disdain or any of the others, uh, just out of the boldness of being you. Rele see the, the way in which we're motivated to get caught in the lower frequencies because that's the only thing we've been taught since we've been alive and we've had professionals doing it for us, better known as teachers. Uh, early friends, uh, he's, he's still free, get him! Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so the idea of, of Evan, of you being a bold man that, that just takes what it is that you would love Okay, or, or owning who it is you are that you don't care for the way society does things. Gee, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, mm. that's one thing, you know, I, I agree with that because if you don't go to the office party because of that, they're still having power over you in a way. Yeah. And I know this is kind of off the topic of envy and all that, but um, anything, it's, it's sometimes very difficult for humans to figure out what it is they would really want to do in a situation because we are always reacting to the gravitational yeah. field around everything else. And the point of power is where spirit and flesh intersect in the now, and it's where we stay in our own orbit at all times. Now, it's pro possible and most likely probable that you really don't want to go anyway. But I think it's really important to not let feelings direct what we choose for ourselves. So let's say if you really would like to go to the party and just, just for some free food, if nothing else, you are best served to feel free to do that, where disdain won't keep you away or any other feeling. But, you know, it sounds like that's something you had chosen anyway. But yeah, if not, but maybe look be, at that. To be free to be yourself. Yeah. And, um, that is the whole point. We ought to all be free for a long enough period. I'm born the hermit, and uh, you know the other word for Virgo is hermit, or one of the aspirations. The hermit is the Virgo card. Yeah, yeah. And so it's okay for me to be alone because I turn out to be me. And as you were saying, uh, free of the um, gravitational field, uh, I converted all the gravitational fields to gravity gravitas, gravitas, whatever the rest of the Latin is, but you don't have to be sucked into the field because you can declare yourself uh, magnetically unattracted. We are, this is a, by the way, this is a magnetic universe. Mm, uh, what you resist will persist, uh, this magnetism thing. Well, I... Copacetic uh, invitation. Uh, go ahead. I've always thought of 
uh, love being the universal magnet. That's mm. why saying I love this is going to pull it to you more than yeah. I hate this because you have to love things to get them to go in the direction you choose. You can't hate them to do that. It just never works. Look at society. It just doesn't work. Do I have to? Well, the more things that are contrived motives like envy, fear, guilt, doubt, worry, all the things we talk about on the show, the more these contrived motivators get removed from your life, the more love is going to motivate you. You will stay away from those people at work because you love it over here, not because you hate over here. So getting love to be your motivator and allowing love to be the magnet, you will always be pulled to what the greatest love in the moment is for you. That's the optimum. Do we all work through that every day? Absolutely. Do we get stuck in, in these feelings? Yes. But the, the idea is to every day become more and more conscious. Maybe we catch it after it happens and then we think about, I could have done it at this point. This was the moment where I had a choice and then it gets sooner and then you're thinking, oh, I really should be doing this or it would be best for me to do this as it's happening. And then next, you'll think of it a split second before, but not act on it. So be patient with yourself as you get out of the old habits of being motivated by negative emotion, or whatever we want to call it, and ideas that other people's gravitational field has a right to pull you out. Uh, that's what relationships often do and why we feel jealous is because we get out of our own orbit, we start orbiting around the sun of another person's solar system and then we have no legs to stand on and we're scared and no wonder we would get jealous because if that sun were to drop out of warp, we're floating endlessly in space, not anchored to anything. So that's why we must find the truth within ourselves in that anchoring and then these feelings won't, won't prey on us. Oh yeah, absolutely. So declaring yourself free and free to explore who mm -hmm. it is you are. Mm -hmm. And we are not very at all free to explore who it is we are mm -hmm. uh, because of this uh, constant uh, wave and interference frequency that we always walk through. And we, you know, I don't know how New Yorkers do it because you are constantly bombarded by other people's uh, etheric field where I can see how everyone in, in New York will incarnate on a planet where they are the sole being just to get <clears throat> something resembling a vacation from the amount of uh, interference feedback you get um, from this many people mm. jammed that close together. So declare yourself free. Let's do a Christmas where we all just are alone that day and it's a wonderful day of meditation or New Year's or whatever that might be. Yeah. So, yeah, exciting stuff. So. Michael, our Native American duck dangler. There we go. All the right. prefers Indian, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, first peoples. First peoples. Traveling okay. happens in many ways, physically going somewhere or reading or hearing another's stories. It is time to travel, to open up to new things. Give a gift to someone for no reason and see how it comes back. COD. Okay, that if that's what you choose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a very, that's a universal truth. The more you give, the more you receive. Okay, so that's very true. Yeah. Well, I, I also think just to talk about our motives, we do get caught up in motives. 
um, that aren't serving us, what is your motivation? Are you going to that party because you really would love not going to that party? Are you going to the party because you really would love it? Is love your motivation or is fear, guilt, doubt, or worry? And we have a call. And that's what we have to scrape off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Suzanne. Hi. Suzanne, you sound like you. <laughs> and we've warned you about that. As I am I, or me, as the case may be. I just wanted to call in with an interpretation of your painting. Really? Yes. Okay. I just thought that uh, through the ocean dreaming, the sky was a mystery, like the ocean is a mystery to us. And it sees the sailboats as sailing in the sky, or perhaps. Oh, wow. That's beautiful, Suzanne. Yeah, that's excellent. Sailing in the sky. Yeah, and the waves. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And it has, you know, the tree, it's personifying itself. The tree is its hair, and uh, it's got an ear. It's listening, like, you know, we listen to a shell to hear the sound of the ocean. Well, it's listening to a cloud to hear the sound of the sky. Oh, that's great. Beautiful. Well done. So there you have it. Bravo. Excellent. Bravo. And it reminds me of this um, thing a comedian said one time about fish being at that under the sea, what do they think? Oh, this my buddy Charlie was abducted and then thrown back in, and then he's got all these strange stories to tell. Like, they're wondering, where are they going in this thing? Just like we look at the ocean and say, what's down there? I love it. Yeah, there's this That's long beautiful. pole with a string on it. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you. Yes, Suzanne, that was brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, madam. Bye-bye. Bye. See you soon. Yeah, we'll be at Ruby's mm-hmm. uh, here in Fairfax Snorkel. Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, so, land the new paradigm. And thank you for calling in. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? My name is Esther. Esther. Hi, Esther. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm calling in. Um, I I met um, Neville outside of the warehouse. Yes. On um, one of the warehouse Say, oh, stores in the Hi. area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We remember. Yes. Well, I was calling in because I was looking at your picture, and I feel I can relate to the tree in a cup because I can feel I feel like I'm a tree, but I'm every try, time it's for me to get planted to be planted something in the universe and God and relationships and everything happens and I get uprooted. Oh, so like a, beautiful. Um, tree in a cup. Yeah. I mean, beautiful correlation there. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. But, and then the cup is saying, listen, listen to this. Maybe you just haven't found your home yet, you know, where, where you're to be planted. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm, very yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm wondering how I'm thinking, so I'm going to begin get some insight on on that. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, any dreams right. or any did you um Mary, would you like to do um Well, what else can we do for you, Esther? Um, I guess my um question would be is it something that I'm sending out, something I'm not understanding that as soon as I think I'm about to be planted, I'm getting uprooted? Am I in the wrong place, you know? Well, I think, I, you know. I think when it's time to be planted, so to speak, and even every planting is a temporary thing uh, in the larger scheme of things, that when the right hole to be planted comes to you, that's, that's when it happens. 
It's like sometimes we feel like things are delayed, but it's not. Universe synchronizes things quite nicely, and it just may be that there's more for you to discover yet. And uh, to be aware of the idea that uh, you are asking for permission to be planted, don't ask for permission. Make the decision. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Be in charge of you, because if you are not in charge of you, you'll be bounced around by various people pretending they're in charge of you, and nobody was ever in charge of you except you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy you called. We'd love your call. Yeah, and, thank and call you. call back again soon. We'd love Please to hear do. from okay, you. Okay, thank yeah. you. Next Please week. Do. Well, next week is, no, we're not doing a show, but the week after. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have we our have next one caller. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Dino. Hi, Dino. Dino. Hey, how you doing, Dino? Good, good. I'd like to express my deepest gratitude to both of you for all your assistance and counseling. Hey. Aw, thank you, yeah, Dino. You're <laughs> truly welcome, and, and I'd like to get a reading, please. Okay, be most happy to. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the name Dino you just don't hear every day. I think my very first boyfriend in first grade was named Dino. All right. Steen Martin started it, but that's okay. He was yeah. at the restaurant a few weeks. You know, if you're coming, we're going to be there tonight. I know. I think we've said that a number of times, so everybody's welcome, just okay. to let you know. Okay, so the first card we get is the politics card. Now, um, on this card, it shows a person, like a, a politician, holding a smiling face, and then uh, there is, uh, wait, we'll let, get that little, there we go. Um, there's like the snake behind it and clouds. And basically what this says is sometimes we spread ourselves so thin in a way that we have to feel like, um, you know, we're having to please too many people. And so this is saying, just watch in your life. Is there somebody in your life that might just be doing, saying things just to keep everybody uh, placated or, or pacified or something? And maybe look behind the scenes, look behind the appearances. And then this is the cart of stress. And one of the beauties of stress is it comes and it always gives us the remedy for it. So let's say this person's afraid of that bubble popping, that monkey popping the bubble and them falling on the ground. Well, their remedy is to just step onto the ground then. So if we're afraid that such, such and such is gonna happen, just go and look at that thing we're afraid of and no longer be afraid of it. And the stress has to go away. So maybe take some of the stress out of your life if, you're, if you've been having to like take care and make a lot of people happy. Get that stress out. And maybe that means venturing out on your own, having the courage to take that step. And um, that little seed, I'm sure, was pretty scared, thinking, how can I grow in this stone wall? But boy, did it, and it's very prolific. So Next thank one. you. Mm -hmm. Thanks. And do we have time to do, there's no other calls? Okay, so do you want a reading, Audi? <laughs> yes, my name is Lisa. Can I get a reading? Please? Okay, Lisa is asking for a reading. And so here we go. And the first card is moment to moment. And it is saying to look at the long range rather than everything, all the little steps getting there. Because sometimes our steps will take us to the right and to the left and, and all that, and it looks like we're going away from our goal. But if we just focus our mind on it, 
it's going to get us there. So taking things one step at a time. And then looking at it from a higher consciousness level, there's a physical aspect of everything, there's an emotional, a mental, and a spiritual. And sometimes we get caught up in what's going on right before our eyes, or we'll get caught up in what's going on in our mind. This is saying to look at all four of them and let all of them have equal time in billing so that one doesn't become a dictator, you know, which is easy to happen. And then we get, yay, we got the comparison card. We've been talking about this all night. The oak compares itself to the bamboo and the bamboo compares itself to the oak. They're gonna lose. The, the oak says, oh, it takes me hundreds of years to grow. And the bamboo says, oh, I'm all spindly and I, I bend with the wind. Now, both of them are perfect, perfect beings in and of themselves. But the minute I compared them, I bet you in your mind you were thinking, oh, the the bamboo, oh gosh, those things are such and such. Whereas if they were just seen by themselves, they would be lovely. So look at everything in your life independently, as opposed to in a comparison to what was before. Okay, and we have one call. Hi caller, what's your name please? Hi, my name's April Prias, and I'm calling to get a reading from Mary. Oh, be happy Excellent. to, thank you. Yeah. All right, and I'll take the reading offline. Oh, thank you so much. All right, thank you. Okay, I was debating between cards. That usually doesn't happen. Okay, the first card is the card of completion. And really nothing is ever complete until we have that understanding, that last piece of the puzzle being put in place over the third eye. That's why we can have a relationship that ended 10 years ago and we still have files open about it because we don't have that larger understanding. So this card is saying to declare something complete, just let it go, just let it fall and declare it com complete. And this card is about the dream and in, in the direct translation of this card, this lady is dreaming of, oh, when Prince Charming comes, when this perfect relationship comes or this perfect job comes, then everything will be wonderful. And what it's saying is maybe reevaluate and start pulling that dream into the present time instead of it being pushed away into some future moment. Bring it into the moment, you know, this now. And then this is the card that says that it's time for you to no longer isolate yourself, let the rainbow tears of passion melt away those feelings that may have been frozen holding you back. And if I put all these together, it's almost like maybe there was a relationship that ended that you may still be thinking that there was a loss in it and there really wasn't and that it, it was a gain and maybe the gain really was this isolation so that you could get to know yourself and begin that relationship with you. Because until we do that, the relationships we have with other people are not gonna really be for us. Okay. Excellent, yes. Are we all set then? All, all right, set there's with no it. more. Is anyone else calling in? I think we're, we're all set. We're done. Okay. All right, so. Uh, our program's been about the concept of, of freeing yourself from lower forms of thinking, as it always is. And uh, I like the catchphrase, land the higher paradigm, because um, it's possible to do that. Uh, Tesla, little known about Tesla at this point in time, but actually a great deal. Um, the only thing, this is uh, Drunvalo's latest hot topic, um, the only thing we, re on Earth, the only thing we know about electricity is about electricity running through um, wires. But in space, 
uh, there's a great deal of electricity in the universe, a great deal. And uh, they have, science has figured out that um, you can go from one side of the universe to the other uh, through electricity in zero time, which um, has, I've noticed this concept uh, percolating through my mind since I heard it. Uh, I've gone for rides on waves of electricity through time. Sorry? We're about 30 seconds is my oh, signal there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll I have to learn Rick's. I would like to say real quick um, our, our sympathies to Rick, um, oh, yeah. who comes every week and is our, our floor director and often a duck dangler and all cameras, all three cameras. His mom passed into spirit, and we just want you to know we love you and honor to your mother, and mm -hmm. we miss you. Yeah. Believe me, we miss you. We always miss Rick. It was our Thank you.